Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to the show, Thanksgiving Eve. This is a day you got to keep it light. You know, a salad today. Yogurt, granola. Sneaky bad for you. But, you know, this is not the day to go double bacon cheeseburger pro-off today. You've got to <laughs> just really just understand what tomorrow is going to bring because it starts early for yeah. most Americans and it doesn't end till late and it's eating all day. I find myself fantasizing about eating food and sitting on the couch and watching football. I'm yeah. so excited for the yeah. next five days. I'm really, I want to put on 10 pounds this week. And it's hard for me to put on weight, <laughs> yeah. but I think I'm going to do it. Lucky, lucky you. Uh, it's hard for you to put on weight. That is not something we have in common. But this is, yeah, this is the day. Sort of take it easy. I know it's a big going out night, but food-wise, this is the time to take it easy. Meanwhile, it is Wednesday, which means no whether it's a holiday or not, we do the Great Debate Series. Let's hit it. <laughs> The Great Debate Series. Well, what else would we do this week, Perloff? Rivalry week in college football. Yeah. Greatest college football rivalries of all time. We all have a different one. And, of course, we're going to want to hear yours. You get to start us off. Okay. Not only is it the greatest rivalry in college football, it's the greatest rivalry in sports right now, and it's the only rivalry in sports right now. These rivalries do not exist. Free agency killed it in the NFL and the NBA and NHL and baseball. Now the transfer portal is killing it in college football. The final 12 is going to absolutely kill it because the rivalry games don't even mean anything. There's really only one rivalry that exists, and that is Ohio State-Michigan. Nobody's doing commercials about any other thing nationally. Ohio State, Michigan, everyone knows how much these two states hate each other. They're right next to each other. They have all these, you know, little traditions that go with it. Bo Schembecker, Woody Hayes, it goes way back. They're elite teams. I don't even think there's a, a second rivalry to even talk about. This is the only one in my mind in really all of sports right now. I can't think of any two teams that hate each other more and have done it more consistently. And that hate spills over nationally. Locally, yeah, there's a lot of hate, but Ohio State, Michigan, you meet someone from Ohio, what's the first thing you say to them? Oh, how bad are those Wolverines? You meet someone from Michigan, you know they hate the Buckeyes. There's no other state like that. All right. I think you're getting a little bit of a bump right now because the scandal and the last couple of years where both these teams have been title contenders, and I think that you're getting a nice bump. It's a great rivalry. I'm not going to denigrate it. But it's not the best rivalry in college football. The best rivalry in college football is the Iron Bowl. 
you're talking about Perloff teams that in states that are close to each other. I got in-state rival. I got people who love Auburn and people who love Alabama working together, living together. For Ohio State and Michigan, you can go to your job. You might not encounter a Michigan person or Ohio State (laughs) person all season long. You can remove yourself if you want to. You are in out the state of Alabama. You You have to pick a side and you have to live it 365 days a year. I love the fact that oftentimes these two teams are nationally ranked when they meet mm. but mm. even if even if Auburn happens to have a down year then they are playing spoiler to Alabama okay. and it's always there they also compete in the premier conference for college football in this country no disrespect to the Big Ten but the SEC is still the top dog and this is this is it to me this is number one EJ go ahead we think about college football we think about football family food very similar to thanksgiving quite frankly which is why they go so synonymous together what college football rivalry combines all those things wait what are the th- you're missing football it food and fa- oh yeah that's weird. well i'm sure the people Dabo in this neck that. of the woods yeah. they also are very big into their faith which Live, laugh, I'll, take, yeah. I'll take that as well what what rivalry combines all of those things all of them no <laughs> not like this one texas OU Red River Rivalry. Oh, wow. You got State Fair happening outside where okay. you can get all the fried food you want. <laughs> you got an iconic venue, the Cotton Bowl. You have the split stadium, burnt orange on one side, crimson on the other side. And then, unlike these other rivalries, you actually have amazing football games. Ohio State, Michigan is always a snooze fest. They're playing old man football, yes. it's three <laughs> yards in a cloud of dust. Texas, oh, you're talking about 48-44, 40-37, late touchdowns, explosive plays, stars on both sides, two big programs. OU, Texas, Red River rivalry, easily mm. the best rivalry in college football. Maggie, what do you think of EJ's delivery on saying the rivalry? Well, uh, I just I can't believe fried butter is going to be yeah. the difference in this debate. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, deep fried Oreo is what puts them over the top. Uh, uh, saying Red River rivalry... I think that's too dangerous. I think that is going to be the problem with this. <laughs> yeah, it's just OU Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just too hard to not, not trip up on that. I just want to say, I know that I know that rivalry has a lot of great games. Oklahoma, Texas. May I just present like four overtimes, Alabama and Auburn. Like that just happened. The Bryce Young Heisman here. That does even, even in in, ser- in series and seasons rather where Alabama might be a double digit favorite. These are usually put the scare the daylights out of them that kind is of true. games. That is true, but I don't like the little brother, big brother rivalry mm. being a rivalry and t- at this level. Like, I want two teams that are even, which is why I understand the Michigan-Ohio State stuff. As much as War Eagles, shout out to Auburn. I know they're big Auburn fans and they're a great fan base. I hope that tree's okay, by the way. They got to try to kill yeah. that tree. Oh, yeah. I didn't even mention Harvey Updike. <laughs> he actually passed what? away not that long ago. But, uh, Poison the trees at Tuber's Corner, then calls into Fine Bomb Show under a fake name. It's, I mean, it's, it's ludicrous. It's crazy, but it's still big brother, little brother. Well, I want the two clash of titans. Also, and Auburn the only one that matches that is uh, is Michigan Ohio State. Auburn has proven that they can take the greatest quarterbacks in the world and turn them into total trash. I mean, the fact that Bo Nix left Auburn and became <laughs> a Heisman Trophy winner, and the fact that Jared Stidham is a v- pretty good pro player and couldn't do anything at Auburn. 
Auburn's offense has, since Cam Newton, has just been a death knell. How about Cam Newton comes back from a 20-plus point deficit in the Iron Bowl? That's a great... Yeah, you had Cam Newton. Then what has Auburn done since? Wait, can I also get my highlight here? I forgot before we get to Carlos. Can I get my Iron Bowl highlight kick six 2013? Let's hear it. 56-yarder. It's got... No, does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the missed field goal back. He ran it back 109 yards. They're not going to keep him off the field tonight. Holy cow. Oh, my God. Auburn wins. In my mind, the play-by-play and the color analysts are doing this while they're hugging and simultaneously jumping up and down <laughs> like they're in each other's arms. In my mind, that's how it went. Uh, okay, Carlos, what do you have? Greatest college football rivalry, go. Uh, I'll give you a rivalry where at the end of the day when the clock hits triple zero, everybody's back on the same team. We're a national show. I don't want to alienate any fan bases here. I got enough people coming at me at home. So I'm going to give you Army and Navy as the best college rivalry in football simply because tradition, football, America, Jets screaming over the uh, stadium. I mean, what what can go wrong there? Nothing. Uh, The Army-Navy game this year has a lot on the line because the Army Black Knights can win the Commander's Trophy straight up outright because Air Force, you was undefeated. We couldn't take care of business. So the best that Navy can do is get a share of it if they win this game. So uh, I'm all in on this one. It's going to be a Gillette Stadium, but you give me Army. The only problem with this rivalry is that number one that navy leads it but also they got the longest streak navy won 14 straight games before army took care of business in 2016 second down and eight trading by three finally a sigh of relief i have friends in all branches of the military especially the navy and I could not live it down for years. So mm-hmm. finally, get the dust off the shoulders. Last year we won. Get on a two-game win streak. Bring the trophy home, boys. Bring it home. And, of course, Carlos, you're still active duty as a reserve? Contract up until July. There you go. So, of course, that one close, near, dear to your heart. So, greatest college football rivalry. Perloff going with the... A little thing called Ohio State-Michigan. Ever heard of it? <laughs> I'll take the Iron Bowl, EJ. Red River rivalry. <laughs> Ed Carlos. Army Navy. What do you say? 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So that is the great debate for this week. A little pre-Thanksgiving, yes? I'll tell you one thing that I think gives Ohio State Michigan a huge edge over you guys because okay. I put up a poll on at Andrew Perloff. I'm not Already? trusting the show poll. Right. Yes. The fact that Texas and Oklahoma have other rivals, the fact that Alabama and Auburn have other rivals, Army Navy it doesn't. But, I mean, couldn't you argue – that there's a lot like I know that they don't play all the time, but there's Oklahoma and Oklahoma State is Bedlam and Texas and whatever has a long history with Texas A&M that they don't have anymore. But I feel like and Alabama has Georgia and Auburn. Like there's a lot going on. Ohio State and Michigan. That's all they have. They, that's a two man dance. Do they don't have any other real significant rivals? Michigan State, Michigan is nothing now. What? 
Michigan, Michigan State is a huge deal. No, that's Michigan State. That's a little State. brother, big brother. Yeah, that's, a, that's a little brother, big brother. Right, but in state, that's a that's a huge deal. Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah, but Mike Gundy was going insane about Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. I just feel like Michigan and Ohio State really have each other, and and these other schools. See, Alabama has a little Georgia problem right now. Well, they do, but that's also adds to it is that it's like basically Saban's coaching tree is kind of like yeah. all over the SEC, True. and I think for Alabama. Like the LSU rivalry, oh, which I know crazy. is big to me. It's like a little bit more of a recruiting rivalry, maybe than it is like even on the field rivalry. But where you had that game of the century stuff that was happening earlier. It's just I've every SEC game is intense in the Big Ten. Does anyone really care about anything except Ohio State, Michigan right now? Well, that's what I'm saying. I think that you're benefiting from a little recency bias here, and especially this year because this has been one of the biggest sports stories, not just college football, but in sports has been the sign-stealing scandal. I think the history And it may have been like, you know, sorry, it may have been not funded, possibly, or may have been, yeah, possibly funded the investigation, the private investigator, maybe by Ohio State. But the thing is, if you say, okay, Say uh, to the second school, I say Ohio State, name another school, everyone says Michigan. I say North Carolina, everyone says Duke. I say Texas, not everyone says Oklahoma. I say Alabama, not everyone says Auburn. I think they do. I definitely think they do. I think they might say Georgia right now. I say who's Alabama. I understand the rivalry. I understand the history. But just there's a lot going on with these programs. They're just not guaranteed to play each other every year. You have to play each other every year for this to be the big rivalry. I'm going to stand 10 toes down on the Michigan-Michigan State thing. I mean, those guys had a brawl last year, right? Wasn't there – didn't – you know, Jim Harbaugh was saying one of his players got jumped, which is terrible, by the way. That should never happen. But, like – they had a brawl in the big house, at in the tunnel. There was Devin Bush years ago kicking his feet on the uh, Michigan State uh, uh, logo just at the beginning of the game. I mean, I, I I know we nationally we all care about Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. But I think that all these teams have in-state rivals that also are a big deal as well. I don't think that Michigan skates that. Ohio State does because they don't have another Ohio school in the Big Ten. But I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that with Michigan. I don't know. I'm not sure Wolverine fans are obsessed with Michigan State like they are Ohio State. I think I agree with that, but I think that the bragging rights, like Maggie mentioning, you don't have to deal with the Ohio State people until there's one week. At least you do have another week in the season where you are split. Like, half the people don't like the Michigan governor for a lot of reasons, but a lot of it is just because she's a Michigan State grad and she goes go green. Like, even that's a big deal. <laughs> Politicians trying to figure out sports is, is ridiculous. Just don't do it. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to get into the politics of of what's going on with the Iron Bowl either, with one of the legendary <laughs> coaches who participated in that rivalry. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Okay, listen, we realize what we did here a little bit. Now, Army Navy is sort of across the country. EJ Texas Oklahoma. At least that's you know west of the Mississippi. We have some West Coast rivalries that were clearly left out here. So if you are a big Oregon, Oregon State, the Civil War, the Apple Cup, Washington, Washington State. USC is a couple different rivalries. They play you at UCLA. Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. They'll play Stanford this weekend. They have UCLA. They've got Notre Dame. Uh, Oregon, Oregon State is kind of hot right now because that's a totally. big game. Massive game. I even think I know maybe big football fans don't care, but BYU Utah Tough. is also yeah. serious. I mean, holy they war. call it the Holy War. Yep. People who live in Arizona will swear up and down that Arizona, Arizona State has a lot of yeah. juice because they kind of prank each other and, uh, you know, do hazing things, right, before the game. Uh, 
We got one here interesting. South Carolina Clemson uh, apparently is a big deal. The Palmetto Bowl. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's a big one. And EJ's, you, your big uh, Miami. Miami FSU. Yep. Not what it used to be. No, but still all those wide rights. Shout out to those Florida State kickers for choking in the biggest moments. Now you're trolling. Yeah, I am. But look, they, they're, they're going to go to the conference playoff. Like, that's all we got right now. <laughs> you're bitter. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. So that's the debate for today. Greatest college football rivalry of all time. It's rivalry week. Let us know what you think. Maggie and Pearl on Twitter. You got YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio, Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. And again, 855-212-4CBS. Don't move. Welcome back to the Maggie and Pearl Off Show. Great debate series today. Best rivalry in college football. You could call in with yours, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Just in Twitter real quick, I yeah. put it out there. This is my favorite response. EJ has Texas-Oklahoma, the Red River rivalry. Andy Nelson tweets, Texas versus Texas is back as the greatest rivalry. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the Texas is back. Uh, Texas is back, though. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot. You could tweet us, call us, everything. Everybody is so passionate about this. I love it. Uh, what's the one that we're just talking about? SUNY Cortland versus Ithaca. Throw out the record books. The Cortica jug. This is massive. Division three. <laughs> I was home the other day, and someone was telling me, oh, I'm going up to the tailgate. Got the the Cortica Cortica jug. Jug. I know what does that even people mean? People who have played in that. Oh, rivalry. Cortland and Ithaca. Oh, I get it now. So there's nothing called a Cort. Oh, right, I'm a little slow on the uptake here. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. It's uh it's an upstate New York thing. Uh, let's go to James. Is in Youngstown. He's got a thought on the biggest college football rivalry. Hey, James, what's up? Hey, Maggie. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. So um, obviously, from Ohio, I'm going to say Ohio State, Michigan, for a couple reasons. First of all. You failed to mention the nickname of our rivalry, which is just the game. The game. I think, yeah. that, I think <laughs> that speaks a lot. Also, I have friends that I literally don't speak to for a solid one-week buffer on either side of this game, no matter who wins, who's favored, or anything like that. So um, that's, that's my point, and uh, thanks for letting me call. James, thank you so much. See, this is why where Perloff picked Michigan Ohio State, I picked the Iron Bowl because – so James has friends – who are Michigan people that he doesn't talk to for a week. If you are a fan of Auburn or Alabama, you don't have that luxury. This is the in-state rival. That's why it's different to me because I've got to live amongst my rival. Like I can't escape, you know, unless I work at the University of Auburn or at the University of Alabama. I can't escape this rivalry where Ohio State-Michigan, you can always retreat to your corners. The other thing, too, about Ohio State-Michigan right now is those are two most important swing states in politics. Basically, (laughs) the presidential elections show politicians get in there, and the first thing any politician says in either state is, how about uh, how bad that other state is? So really, everybody's sort of uh, playing to the rivalry as well. And Alabama... I mean, they're you're playing to all Alabama voters, so you can't really. No politicians coming in there. You would never come into a, a rally and say Auburn stinks because half the crowd might be Auburn. <laughs> so you can't do that. In Ohio State, Michigan. That's the first thing you say. You say, "Oh man, that school up north, they're terrible." Yeah, but it's it's obvious pandering. I'm telling you guys, yeah, you've which start works. This politician consulting firm, or we consult politicians. Strictly on things of sports. I mean, we do say pandering maybe doesn't happen Alabama Auburn, but I mean, we did have you know Miss Alabama Catherine Webb, who was an Auburn grad, show up for her boyfriend AJ McCarron. I think now her they're husband. married, yeah, yeah, husband AJ McCarron at the time. Uh, you no, know, in Alabama stuff when they were going to the national championships. So 
That That's was one example. About her? <laughs> that was one example where I think maybe the the allegiances weren't as you know blood tied as we think they are, right? Listen, I mean, she married <laughs> the guy, and you know, I don't know. Look, look, I, I know one thing. If I significant other, I, they went to Penn, so I don't have to worry about it. But like, if they were a Florida State person, it would not matter. It's all about the you. You still. Oh, really? So you fell in love. You're a Miami fan. If if you fell in love with a Florida State person, you wouldn't. You'd call it or off. Notre Dame. I don't know if I would call it off, but there's no way I'm like, all right, you know what? You went to Florida State, or even if they were a Florida yeah. State athlete, it, it, I'm not rooting for Florida State. Not happening. Man, um, I don't. I don't know what that's like. My husband and I are all simpatico on all of our teams. Yeah, that that's a good thing for you guys. <laughs> would you get that giant chest tattoo that AJ McCarron got? If you, uh, <laughs> do you guys remember that thing? That, no, he got a chest tattoo. Oh, it's the worst tattoo you've ever seen. Well, I, that's the bar. I like AJ McCarron too, and I like Catherine Webb, but he got a really bizarre. Chest Look tattoo. It Look now. it up. Oh, you guys don't. <laughs> Whoa, that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean AJ McCarron went all in, and oh, it's a religious theme. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but this thing is big. It's uh, like a shirt. I will say though, I mean, look, cropped up. I, I, I expect an XFL legend like AJ McCarron to have a tattoo like this. Quite frankly, right? I mean, doesn't that no. kind of fit in? Are we with sure XFL? it's real? No, AJ McCarron, that was surprising because he was a quite, not that tattoos aren't wholesome, but I don't think anyone expected him to be a big tattoo guy coming up. I know, but I I agree with that. I mean, like, just like thinking about the XFL, you think of kind of renegades. Oh, yeah. yeah. He fits right in. You know, the the best court, maybe he may be the best quarterback ever in XFL history. Yeah, of course. Is he really? Actually, AJ McCarron was lighting it up the next. That's why I think he got an NFL job this year because of it. He was lighting it up. But he's a fourth round pick. He he did have a shot. But. Yeah, that's a really I, – I like your original take that you have trouble dating someone. So my wife doesn't even like sports, so we yeah. have no issues here. But she's from Boston. Her dad's a big Red Sox fan. No problems yeah. there because I'm a National League guy. He's an American League guy. I just – I can't imagine being married to a Patriots fan. So I did have – and I'm thinking about it now. I did have an ex who – she wasn't into sports, but her family were Chicago Bulls fans. And I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah. Ooh. So, well, they kind of wiped the floor with you for the last hmm. – Ever, right? Yeah. Forever, basically. You don't really have a like this. That so, rivalry is not making it up. Right, list. but it was Just tough the first, <laughs> first time meeting the family. The mom was like, oh, you're a Knicks fan. Well, it was great in the 90s when we beat you all the time. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> What an opener. I, yeah, I think uh, this is probably going to last very long, is it? That uh, was a test. Yeah, that was rough. Well, they're trying to, you know, to see what, do you push back? What do you say? That, that was a, a major test. Yeah, I was gone in five, six months. <laughs> <laughs> Lose my number. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Let's get some headlines going. Pete McCarthy is with us this morning. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. Well, this report brought to you by Northern Tool and Equipment. Get the tools you need from the brands you trust. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. Well, the uh, college football playoff committee unveiling its latest rankings that, you know, don't really matter at this point yesterday, but I I do think it's worth breaking down a bit. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, the top three, and that all-important fourth spot does indeed switch. Washington leaps over Florida State. Committee Chair Boo Corrigan said it really was about Washington and what Washington did this weekend. Corrigan denying it had anything to do with the Jordan Travis injury. And look, the Huskies with a win over a ranked opponent in Oregon State on Saturday. Florida State beat FCS North Alabama. So look, if you want to punish FSU for playing a nobody, like I'm for that. But yeah. Are we, like, really punishing the Seminoles for losing their quarterback, Jordan Travis, to the lower leg oh, yeah. injury? I mean, that 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 is what's happening here, right? 
Don't you guys want to see them have to make this decision and keep out an undefeated Florida State? I don't think it's going to happen, but that would be wild to say you're undefeated, but you can't come. Okay, so here's where I think the big thing happens, which is how much is the eye test either going to matter or should it matter for Florida State's next two games? Like if you win on last second field goals or because the special teams made some big play and the quarterback, the backup quarterback now doesn't look good and the offense looks bad, is that going to matter even if they keep winning, even if they win the next two? But you're playing two pretty good teams, though. So you don't really need – I mean, Louisville is top 10. They've one loss. So I think the teams are good enough to propel you here. That's going to be a quality right, win. Right, so if it's last-second win, yeah, I don't defense think, ah. actually led the way, you know, yeah. offense looks crappy, are they going to want to put a bad-looking offense into yeah. the college football No, playoff? I know. It's a TV show. I understand. Yeah. But they can't keep out a 12-0 and team. It'd be bizarre. But what do we want? What do we want come New Year's Eve, right? Like, what do we want to sit down and watch? If, if Tate Rodemaker yeah. uh, is, you know, looking like NFL Tim Tebow, uh, then <laughs> do we want Florida State in that game? If he's looking like college Tim Tebow, then I, I would think we will. Uh, but, right, like, what do we... What do we want? Is it is it unfair to knock off an undefeated team because their quarterback got hurt? Or, you know, hey, TV show, let's let's get the most entertaining thing out there. Well, the other thing, the year that Ohio State lost their quarterback, they had great weapons all around. That's Florida State this year. So maybe this guy will be good. Where Cardell Jones was able to. Yeah. So I'll answer Pete's yeah. question directly. Yeah. I want the best game. Yeah. Because I'm never going to have to deal with this question ever again because this is going to 12 teams next year. So I'm getting everybody in next year. This is the last time when it's four. Let's get the four best teams. Whatever metric we want to use to define that, we can use it. But just simply being undefeated when you're in the ACC, which is not the best conference, to me, yeah, just directly, best teams, and I'm sorry, FSU. I think it sends a terrible message if you keep FSU out. They scheduled LSU and killed them. And LSU's a good team. If you're basically saying to everybody, don't worry, we're not going to count those early season games as anything, that means that we're going to have nothing but cupcakes on everybody's schedule from here on out. No, but it would. It's just because of the injury. It's unfortunate to them, but it does change things. Yes, it's just not fair. And you know, I love this point that people have been making. What if Florida State's undefeated and a one loss team wins a title? Uh, if I'm a Seminole fan, I'm saying we're national champions. We have no losses. You have won. <laughs> and you didn't even play in the, the Central Florida playoff? argument. Yes, yeah. I, I honestly, Florida State, they're not a small fan base. I no, would I think they it. would be pretty mad if they were undefeated and didn't get in. What about college football's ever fair? This is not like this is not. Yeah, you but know, you screw over the Big Twelve. You don't screw over Florida State, Alabama, <laughs> and on. Alabama. Yes, I mean you screw over TCU and Baylor. You don't screw over a team like Florida State. That's oh. the way it works. You're right. It's not fair. But this is not a little sister of the poor school. I, I speak for all Miami fans. Please screw over Florida. No, I, just, <laughs> I, I just. It's not about that. It's just there's anytime someone brings up fairness in sports, especially college football, with none of this. None of this is like a science at all. This is a playoff committee full of people sitting in a conference room watching games. I'm sorry, Pete, what else you got? Well, is that kind of the fun, right? Like Jeff Hostetler won a Super Bowl. We can't give Tate Rodemaker a, a shot here. And, and I will say, I will say this, Foles. just to piggyback yeah. up what you were talking about earlier, I married into a Florida State family. So Maggie, if you get your way and they don't get in, uh, it's going to be, be a rough Thanksgiving. It's going to be bad here, for you, know? Pete. You know, I'd never want that personally for you. Uh, but yeah, Pete, who's it's your college team? 
Well, I, I went to uh, Hofstra and we had a we had a football team. We don't anymore. I do not have a <laughs> college football team. I live I live in Greensboro, North Carolina now. So I've okay. thought about you know jumping on someone local there. But I guess I guess Florida State. I just kind of get into it with uh, with my wife with when wife. when she cares. <laughs> Smart just to go along to get along. What a Hofstra's yeah. football program met a untimely demise, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes, it did. We had some great players too, Marcus Colston and yeah. uh, a number of guys that went to the NFL. Who's that but, little uh, guy who Wayne got Corbett. out? Longer. Yeah, oh, Wayne Corbett. Wayne Corbett. Yep. Yeah. Willie Colon. Gio Carmazzi, one of the Brady Six. Yep. <laughs> Hofstra guy. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Brady, how about Brady really like trashing the NFL on the Stephen A. Smith show the other day? I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. Yeah. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. Why not? And ho- why not? I think the coaching isn't as, as good as it was. I don't think the development of young players is as good as it was. The rules have allowed a lot of bad habits to get into the actual performance of the game. Mm-hmm. So I just think the product, in my opinion, is less than what it's been. And Brady continued going in on player safety. Offensive players need to protect themselves. It's not up to the defensive player to protect the offensive player. A defensive player needs to protect himself. I didn't throw the ball to certain areas because I was afraid players were going to get knocked out. Mm-hmm. That's the reality. Wow. I didn't throw it to the middle when I played Ray Lewis because you knock him out of the game and I couldn't afford to lose a good player. I, I get confused. Did Tom Brady play in the 70s? Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he he did span some era, you know, span the era where big hits and then no longer having those kind of bone crunching hits anymore. I, to me about Brady, this is so back in my day, it was much better oh. where Brady benefited from a lot of these rules. Is, is Brady playing till 45 if he if you're allowed to hit the quarterback like no. you were in 2002? No shot. <laughs> no. Maybe he's doing like Michael Jordan and he's worried about his legacy, so he's already seen Mahomes coming up on him and he's mm-hmm. going to say, Mahomes played in a different NFL. I was in the real NFL. <laughs> yes. You know, he beat Mahomes in a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's already got the head-to-head. Yeah, I know, but you, you know what I'm saying. He's basically saying, when I played football, it was great. I can't he believe he's doing it. He also the AFC Championship game. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. But I, so he, I, here's the thing, right? Do you think that he's this, I mean, he is this savvy that he's already laying the groundwork? I don't know. I, I found this a bizarre rant because, as you said, he benefited from all these rules. He didn't feel like an old school guy to me. I, I guess he is. What quarterback wants guys to be hit more? That's so bizarre. Like, he, remember well, a few years ago when Brady is. Yeah. Go ahead. A few years ago when he called out all the offensive holding calls and the league stopped calling offensive holding. So he's definitely watching the games, and he doesn't like bad officiating just like the rest of us. I think he's getting frustrated on his couch. It's possible. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's what's happening. I think, you know, you think about Brady and his brand, it's all about youth, right? Like how youthful he looks and take care of his body and stuff. And then, yep, but he's still a 46-year-old. He sounds like a 46-year-old though, this too, right? I think that he probably wants to be remembered and get credit for being not just savvy like, hey, this was part of the strategy where I just couldn't throw over the middle like guys Mm -hmm. can in this day and age and I had to work around it, but also I think he wants to be remembered as being really tough. Like, we talk about him with longevity, you know, and and how he, yes, the eternal fountain of youth. I think Brady does get credit for being tough, but like totally. I remember working with Bart Scott, and he used to say, you know, Bart, Brady was so good at just like avoiding the hit. Like mm. he said, it was the least satisfying person to hit because he was already going down. Like he did protect himself. Yeah, very but well. he took. I mean, as Giselle mentioned, he did have a lot of concussions. Oh, sure. You know, another thing about Brady is that 
his his style of play was not that entertaining to me. I did not enjoy watching the Patriots play. They would sort of chip down the field, and Belichick would play conservatively when he needed to. So here's the thing about the Patriots. I it was always how impossibly and how it always felt like inevitably they were going to come up in the big moments, right? And like the one thing I'll say about the Patriots, and I think why they never got tons of backlash about being in so many Super Bowls and playing in ten Super Bowls or whatever, because all their Super Bowls were close. Yeah, they it was competitive. They were winning blowout Super Bowls, which gave us a really entertaining product. But I think that, you know, I think ratings have continued to go up since the Patriots dynasty. I think the Chiefs are a much more entertaining brand of football. Obviously, wouldn't you rather watch Patrick Mahomes than Tom Brady throwing it to Julian Edelman 14 times? Yeah, but the Brady has, like, the great comeback win in the Super Bowl. Like, there yeah. are just so many moments that he has where he delivered. Uh, yeah, and I totally disagree. I think football is just as good a product now. I, I'm a big fan of parody, too. I think football ratings are continue to soar because I think the sport's peaking right now. There's the there's no way it was better in 2005. That's just ridiculous. Uh, and all the numbers prove that. In 2005, the game was brutal and kind of ugly. Yeah, but the players are saying they kind of liked it that way. What else you got, Pete? Well, another part with Brady, you know, if he has these opinions on the NFL, remember, he's got this big contract with Fox. He could be broadcasting games come next year. Like, do we want this Brady energy on the broadcasts? I think, uh, you know, Tony Romo is kind of that that raw enthusiasm and maybe his act has grown kind of stale now. But do we do we want Brady like kind of? Old Manning it up there. Kind of, yeah. Say to him, he's the GOAT. Like, yeah, if he says, it. well, Zach Wilson stinks, he doesn't know what he's <laughs> looking at. Like, what are you going to – nobody's going to argue against him. I mean, the NFL needs this Charles Barkley. I mean, yeah. they yeah. need kind of its old buttsman. He yes. could be perfect for it. I, yeah. I, I hope that Brady keeps this energy. I, I want this, like, the critique, because I don't need any more of – you're right, like, Romo, you know, who – everything's amazing, you know? It's like, wow, we're watching the Bills and the Jets. You would have thought that this was, like, the two best teams (laughs) to ever play the sport. Or, like, the John Gruden, who's just like, rah-rah, everyone's amazing. Well, John Gruden was totally random. But uh, Troy Aikman's been that camaraderie lately. He's been killing quarterbacks. I don't like it. he's been better, I think, since Mm, that. I don't like it because he says things, you know, Troy Aikman never threw more than 24 touchdowns in a season, and he acts like he is God's gift to football. So a guy doesn't throw for 400 yards in a game. He's like, I can't believe he missed all these plays. I think Troy's overly critical. Oh, my God. At least he calls out when quarterbacks are playing badly. He calls out quarterbacks who are playing just fine, though. He calls out the quarterback who's up by two touchdowns. I I think he's over harsh. Mm, I like it. Pete, got anything more for us? Yeah, we can. uh, Aaron Rodgers on the uh, Pat McAfee show yesterday. We got all this Jets drama and everybody's got to suffer through the Jets again on national television on Friday. Tim Boyle starting that game, by the way, and Zach Wilson relegated to third string and Aaron Rodgers, Jets general manager, giving his take. (laughs) We need a spark and Obviously, this was uh, the decision that was made. I feel for Zach. I love Zach. You know, Zach's such a great kid, and I do think he still has a bright future in the league. This has been a tough go for all of us. Uh, a lot of times in these situations, there's certain guys that got a scapegoat, and I think there's enough blame to go around a number of different positions. Scapegoat. That, that feels like a big word, and uh, Zach Wilson did not take that bait. I don't think I was scapegoated. Absolutely not. I mean, you got to look at the situation. Um, we're not scoring touchdowns. Like... <laughs> Regardless of what I'm doing, my job as a quarterback is to help us score points. Only the uh, Giants and Patriots have scored fewer points than the Jets, and the Jets have you know punt return touchdowns, defensive touchdowns. I mean, I don't scapegoat. How are we scapegoating Zach Wilson? Yeah, I mean, 
that's uh, Rogers. I know he's recovering from a torn Achilles. His back is going to be hurt next from reaching. Uh, that Zach Wilson is the scapegoat. <laughs> Easy there, pal. You're going to have to go back to, uh, you know, Neil Elitrosh. I, I think that, listen, I actually commend Wilson there. This dude has been maligned. He's been terrible in press conferences at times. That's only hurt him. His own team has turned on him. At that point, I don't know what else he would have said, but I'm sure he could have found a way to screw it up if this was last year. Take the medicine. Your Jets career is over. He probably can't wait for it to be over, quite frankly, because he if there's ever, I don't know if he'll ever salvage his career, but damn, this kid probably needs a change of scenery. It's been enough. Yeah, change of scenery. Talking about future XFL quarterbacks. Yeah. If, if Zach would do that. <laughs> uh, by the way, Tim Boyle, I am dying to see this experiment. No. I'm just does dying. He, does he air Rogers caddy? <laughs> Aren't you curious what's going to happen here? The, a completely yeah. unqualified I, man playing quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> Tommy this DeVito. is going to be a wild team. Yeah, I see it every week. I, I, can't, I can't do this again with another New York quarterback. <laughs> Pete, thank you so much. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Okay, so we have more from Aaron Rodgers. We can get into that. Also, it's Wednesday, which means we do the great debate series around here today is the greatest college football rivalry of all time. I said the Iron Bowl. Perloff said Ohio State and Michigan. EJ says Texas, Oklahoma. And Carlos says Army, Navy. 855-212-4CBS. What do you think? is the greatest rivalry in college football. We get to your calls and more next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Does anyone call anymore? I just FaceTime. I just FaceTime, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just FaceTime while you are brushing your teeth. If you call me, I get upset. I get nervous. I'm like, why aren't you just texting me? (laughs) Like, what's wrong? You FaceTime people without telling them you're going to FaceTime them? No, I don't FaceTime anybody. I text. I am terrified of uh, any kind of verbal contact or, <laughs> or visual contact. This is funny because you you do a show where you I know. take calls. But a phone. If my phone lights up and you're calling me, then that's that's scary as all get out. <laughs> well, we want you to call now. 855-212-4CBS. Great debate series for today. Greatest college football rivalry of all time. Go quickly around the horn on what we picked. Carlos, you start us off. Army, Navy. EJ. OU, Texas. Perloff. Michigan, Ohio State. And go to my Twitter feed and vote on the poll for me. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I said the Iron Bowl. Of course, Alabama and Auburn. Frank is in Georgia. Has got one a little off the map for us. Hey, Frank, how are you? Hey, good morning. And uh, wishing you both a happy, safe Thanksgiving. To you too, Frank. What's up? Um, I think Harvard, Yale is a uh, probably maybe maybe the long, one of the oldest 
rivalries in college football. Oh, yeah. It, and I'll tell you, the, the tailgate parties at those games are incredible. <laughs> so Perloff is obviously the resident Ivy Leaguer around here. You have also been to this game. Harvard, yeah. I guess I have been to a Harvard. Yeah, because I've been when I was up at Dan Patrick's show, we're right by Yale, and we used to go to that. I'm not sure I've been to this game. Oh, I thought you had. But have you guys seen the documentary with Tommy Lee Jones? It's a great documentary about they had this classic game that was a tie because these used to be the two premier programs back in the day. Yeah, the twenties. Uh, I mean, the, actually, I think by it, the twenties, Michigan and Notre Dame had taken over. Yeah, they were D one until sixties or seventies, and it was really good. It was. That's a very famous rivalry. No, it's sure. super famous. But yeah. Frank, uh, I'm just curious because, like, you know, when we think of great tailgates, I think you're thinking about LSU. You know, you think about some of the SEC schools. What what makes this tailgate so good? It's the fanciest tailgate you'll ever see. Ah. Uh, champagne and caviar and fresh lobster, and uh, it's it's just something to behold. Yeah, wow. there's a Simpsons I'm a, episode I'm a about it too. Like, yeah, when I tailgate, I, I bring a grill and have beer and hot dogs and chicken, and but this is at a whole new level. Man, I didn't know that we were doing foie gras at uh, yeah. tailgates. Frank, thank you for the <laughs> phone call. Have yourself a great Thanksgiving. Um, There's a famous Simpsons where Montgomery Burns has a <laughs> – basically talks about the Harvard-Yale game because I think he went to Yale. I can't remember. Anyway, it, it's great. It is super, super fancy. And I think there's a little money behind these two schools. <laughs> Man, what would ever give you that idea? Yeah, the documentary um, is called Harvard BTL 2929, and it is an unbelievable story. Tommy Lee Jones was on one of the teams, and it, it's really cool, actually. I mean, does that make a tailgate cool, or does it make it kind of insufferable that it's caviar oh, so and lobster? Oh, so beyond insufferable. Right. It sounds delicious, but what an obnoxious tailgate. <laughs> exactly. And Mr. That's Burns did go Yale. to Yale, by the way. Yeah. It's the most Yale. hateable tailgate of all time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but awesome, too. Imagine what the conversation is like at these kids, let alone the food is going to be fancy. Imagine the conversation, would, how highfalutin that's got to be. Although you might want to... Uh, Try and get some stock advice there. <laughs> I'm thinking of that tailgate of Harvard and Yale, and then the complete diametric opposite of the bill. Anything with the Bills tailgate, like Thank you, got you. <laughs> jumping through tables, and Harvard and Yale's they're using the tables for uh, caviar and linen napkins. Yeah, it's tablecloths, and you can't jump through the tablecloth or the doilies. Um, yeah, Bills tailgate, not exactly the height of. Uh, Intelligence, sophistication. You, you height if you're jumping off of that van. You well, know. yeah, you want to get some height on that. You're lighting yourself on fire. Maybe. So, I mean, no, Uncle Phil is not doing, uh, you know, classes on how to be proper like he did with uh, Will in that episode where he's teaching <laughs> yeah. him how to use a shrimp fork. And I mean, if you want to see proper. class, you got to go down to my tailgate in Philly. That is yeah, class. Yeah, meanwhile, so Just wear brass knuckles. The, yeah, and bring a shiv. The, uh, <laughs> the athletic did an anonymous player poll. Yesterday, the results came out, and the most insufferable fan base, according to the players in the NFL, is, do we even need a drum roll, the Philadelphia fan base. Let's go back to the <laughs> phones. Brad is in Oregon. Hey, Brad, how you doing? Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, great show, as always. Thank you. Uh, wish you and the crew a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, thanks. Same a lot too. of great rivalries out there today, but I want to go back to one that is no longer a rivalry uh, Oklahoma, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter whether Barry Switzer or Osborne. A couple years they were both undefeated, but that was a game that determined a national champion. And those that rivalry was just whether you had a good team, a bad team. It was just always a knockdown, dragout fight. 
Brad, it's a great call. Yeah. Thank you for making it. Have a great Thanksgiving. It's sort of a warning shot, too, for conference realignment, yep. killing rivalries. I mean, I if the second you see an old highlight of Oklahoma-Nebraska, you know that you are seeing future pros on both lines. That's old-school college football. Absolutely, and you're right. I mean, this is the thing about not bigger isn't always better because sometimes it leads to these rivalries getting sort of thrown by the wayside, and it absolutely stinks. Rick is in California. Hey, Rick, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Fantastic. I listen to your show uh, every morning. It's great. I'm a commute to work. The old rivalry, Stanford and Cal. Uh, remember in the '80s where that run back was, where the uh, football player ran into the band. Yeah. I mean that was a classic. So we don't really have that uh, rivalry anymore. But what do you guys think? Well, our, our friend Amy Trask, of course, uh, former Thank Raiders you, executive, loves that one. She's all about Stanford Cal. Remember she called it and said she made an argument that was the best one. That's a little highfalutin, too, though. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, not to the, maybe not to the extent of Harvard, yeah, but isn't Stanford like the Harvard of the West? Don't they call it that? Uh, yeah, I mean, Stanford's pretty elite. Cal's pretty elite, too. But there is a, a big history here. I like that one as well. Yeah, which is interesting, though. They have this great memory like you have this great moment but it's the stanford usc isn't that uh maybe i don't i'm not sure you know but yeah stanford cal is one of the all-timers uh amazing john elway incredible stewart north carolina good morning stewart good morning and great show as always i'm gonna preface my comment by saying i'm an ohio state graduate and i live in the middle of north carolina duke basketball But the greatest rivalry in all of sports, and I don't think it's close, is Mm Army-Navy. And it's because it's way more than sports. And that's just a a different level of rivalry. But it's a great conversation, and I love your show. Oh, thank you, Stuart. This is Carlos Picks. Carlos is still active duty um, and has served our country. So thank you for your service, Carlos. And it is... It's like elevated. This is why it gets its own weekend, right? This is why it gets the standalone and gets all the eyeballs, even though these two teams are not vying for a national title. It feels a little different, almost like it should be in a different category. That's kind of fair. Army-Navy, I I can't argue against Army-Navy. That feels wrong. No, and nor should you. Uh, Okay, (laughs) more coming up. Your phone calls, greatest college football rivalry. Also, we've got something from Deion Sanders that you got to hear. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.